Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. First Republic, PacWest, Silicon Valley Bank, just a few of the latest casualties in the banking crisis. Don't wait for the email reading, sorry, your account has been frozen. Your accounts aren't safe. Call American Alternative Assets at 866-3USA-GOLD to claim your free gold and silver guide today. Once again, call now, 866-387-2465. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and this is The Great America Show. Welcome. Good to have you with us. After over a month of playing politics, FBI Director Christopher Wray admitted the existence of that form Chairman James Comer subpoenaed. The form, an FD-1023, is a formal confidential whistleblower complaint made with the FBI, and until yesterday, Director Ray had denied its existence. That was when Chairman Comer started introducing legislation to hold Ray in contempt of Congress. The form allegedly links President Joe Biden to a $5 million bribery scheme. Comer met with Director Ray in a scheduled meeting in which Ray confirmed the FBI had that document in its possession but would not turn it over to Congress, as Comer's subpoena would require. Comer released the following statement following that meeting. Quote, While Director Ray, after a month of refusing to even acknowledge the form existed, has offered to allow us to see the documents in person at FBI headquarters. We've been clear that anything short of producing these documents to the House Oversight Committee is not in compliance with the subpoena. If the FBI fails to hand over the form as required by the subpoena, the House Oversight Committee will begin contempt of Congress proceedings. Congressman Comer holding the line and holding it strong, and I commend him for his great work so far. While Comer is doing the Lord's work, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy seemingly doing the bidding of the Marxist Dems. McCarthy yesterday lobbying the votes of 149 rhinos in the House to vote for his backroom budget deal with Hakeem Jeffries. The budget bill now sits in the Senate awaiting a vote that is certain to pass and then on to President Biden, where he will, likely with the stroke of a pen, have a blank check to spend as he likes. One bill that isn't making it past the Senate this week, part of Biden's radical spending agenda, it's the Student Debt Relief Program. The Senate voting yesterday to overturn the program with a 52-46 to 46 vote, with Dem Senators Manchin, Cinema, and Tester all voting in favor of shutting down the giveaway. Joining us now is one of my favorite congressmen, and he's doing a lot for the great state of Montana and this great country. Congressman Matt Rosendale, welcome back to The Great America Show. We appreciate it. The Freedom Caucus promising a reckoning now over the McCarthy deal. What does that actually mean? A lot of folks may remember 
the first week of January when we began this Congress, that there was a, a big uh, outpouring of opposition to the rules package. And that's what caused the big challenge that first week of January. And what we did was make sure that we argued that each member of Congress would have an equal say to what was going to take place. And that is called an open rule, where the legislation is brought down to the floor. It is debated out in the public square and everybody can propose amendments and they can have their piece, you know, their moment to uh, speak to the bill. And that's the way it is supposed to be handled instead of this uh, swampy version, which things are decided behind closed doors. And then the legislation is brought out to the floor and you're either given the ability to vote yes or no on it. And that's it. That's your option. What we want to do is, is break that, break that process up. And that uh, that decision, Tom Massey uh, did not go with the uh, with the other two Freedom Caucus members and the Rules Committee uh, in the earlier vote. What do you make of that? And what are the chances that he will side with the conservatives? That's why he was put there. Uh, McCarthy agreed to put three conservatives on that Rules Committee, uh, a nine to seven advantage, uh, nine to five advantage over the the Democrats on that committee. But Massey at this point looks like he's going to stay with the uh, with the with the Dems. I think everybody really needs to, to reflect back, though, on the, the Limit, Save and Grow Act, Lou, that that we did work together on to right. demonstrate how Congress is supposed to work. And, and, and we collaborated and we created this document that froze spending, that clawed back the reckless spending that the Biden administration had put forward that hadn't actually been spent yet. It raised the debt ceiling to March 31st or by $1.5 trillion, and then also had a component that uh, helped expand the economy by uh, developing our domestic resources, whether that be our oil and gas or our critical minerals through streamlining and uh, permitting uh, to make sure that we had export facilities that were going to be permitted. I mean, it was a really, really good package. This package just simply doesn't do that. They're going to tell you, you know, oh, it doesn't spend non-discretionary spending, mandatory spending. We've reduced this. We've reduced that. You and I both have been around long enough to know that just let's reduce it down to the basic elements. The federal government under this package will spend more money next year than it spent this year. That's not a freeze in my book. Calling calling a, a uh, decrease in the increase <laughs> that is not freezing spending. It's, it's just not. Uh, all of the leverage to be able to uh, pass the appropriation bills in the next 30 to 60 days will be gone because this uh, package also includes a provision not for a dollar amount because they know that the dollar amount is so large that people wouldn't support it. So what they did is put a date in, Lou, to January of 25 to make sure that nobody has to have a discussion about the debt ceiling during an election year. God forbid. OK, but if you push it to January 25, we know that it's going to be at a minimal four trillion dollar debt increase piled up on the nearly 32 trillion dollars that exists right now. And, and again, this is just completely unacceptable. Let me see if you agree with my distillation of all of this. Uh, Speaker McCarthy went over to the White House 
and said, we're going to talk about this debt ceiling, and that's uh, we're going to negotiate this strenuously. Uh, and we're going to give you a trillion and a half dollars, uh, but you do have to cut some spending. And the White House said back, well, you know, one and a half trillion sounds good, but four trillion dollars is even better. But don't you can whisper that part. Uh, and, and in fact, it is a debt ceiling discussion we're having here. Uh, but you know what? Let's just get rid of the debt ceiling for a year and a half so we don't have to talk about it. Don't have to, either party have to deal with it in the in the 2024 elections. And and McCarthy said, you know, is he and I'm quoting him, the White House, the Biden White House is smart. And that was the conclusion. I mean, they wiped the floor. I, I said earlier, uh, well, I said uh, the first of the week. Uh, <laughs> McCarthy did not go to a, a debt ceiling negotiation. He went to a horse whipping, uh, and, and he's walking around ballyhooing. I understand that uh, a bunch of Republicans applauded him, gave him a standing ovation when he descended down from the mount, that is, 1600 Pennsylvania. This is ridiculous. And it's and to see some of the the best leaders in, in the Republican conference hailing this, are you— I mean, they're starting to act like Marxist dims. They're playing pretend. They're play acting. Uh, and what? it's incredible to watch. Yeah, I, and I will tell you, when, when I hear these people reciting uh, what this piece of legislation contains, it's just a complete misrepresentation. It truly is. And then they say there's absolutely nothing, nothing in this bill for the Democrats. They didn't get anything they wanted to. Lou, how is it that that uh, whatever number, 175 Democrats are going to vote for this bill if there's nothing in there for Democrats? If they didn't achieve anything else, I will tell you what is in there. $1.2 trillion of spending on new Green Deal projects, which we know are, are owned by huge Democrat donors. That is a very big portion of this. We didn't eliminate that. We didn't eliminate the $80 billion for the 87,000 IRS agents. Uh, they're going to talk about all these little nibbles and bites that they did on each one of these provisions, but they did not eliminate them. And you're still going to have $80 billion for the 87,000 IRS agents. I think they put $1.8 that you can be assured actually came out of that. It's a fraction. 98% of it's still there. The uh, $400 billion that uh, was put aside for the student loan redistribution program mm -hmm. that's going to allow you and I to pay for student loans for who knows who, okay? People that took the loans out and don't want to uh, pay them off. All of these provisions were stripped out of this. And by raising the debt ceiling by that amount, Lou, what happens is, is it strips the ability for the Appropriations Committee to do their work and develop those 12 bills and credibly send them over to the Senate because there won't be any enforcement mechanism. They have this huge debt ceiling now. And so I would ask your viewers to mark this date down and watch because what will happen then is the Senate will develop a great big omnibus bill like they did last December. It will be several thousand pages. It will contain several thousand earmarks for special projects for them. And that will be sent back over to the House. And then we will be told again, oh, my gosh, you have to pass this or else the sky is going to fall. We're talking with Congressman Matt Rosendale. We're coming right back and we're going to go further into 
What in the world happened in those discussions between the White House and the Speaker? How did how did a debt ceiling discussion end up in dismissal of the debt ceiling? Is that negotiating or is that capitulating? We'll take that up with Matt Rosendale, Congressman, great representative of the great state of Montana. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back. Talking with Congressman Matt Rosendale, we're talking about uh, what this country has come to and just just exactly how uh, politics operate in the swamp. Uh, this this debt ceiling deal, I hesitate to call it that, Congressman, because they suspended the debt ceiling. Uh, yeah. We'll call it the spending bill uh, because that's what they're doing. How will the Republicans even campaign having they've been talking about 87,000 new IRS agents that Biden got 80 billion dollars for the IRS and lord look at look at what happened they're getting they're they're further weaponizing the IRS how could they, this be they absolutely are and and this look that's why I have uh, dubbed this the fiscal irresponsibility act okay that's what it is, the Fiscal Irresponsibility Act. And quite frankly, Lou, this is an insult to the American people uh, to, to go in and try and say that this is a good deal for the American people is disingenuous as both uh, at best and, and very dishonest uh, at worst. It, it truly is. Uh, this is not a good deal. As you said, it raises the cap to a, a date certain we know that that's going to be about $4 trillion. All of the provisions that we fought so hard for to make sure that we uh, were able to get inserted into the Limit, Save, and Grow Act, they've all been removed from it. And, and any of the uh, implementation uh, tools that were there to make sure that we could force any kind of curb in spending to change the trajectory for the, for the deficit, which then you know continues to add to the debt, all of those tools, uh, enforcement tools and mechanisms were all removed. So again, when you hear about PAYGO, oh my gosh, we've got these PAYGO provisions in there, but it, it gives the authority to the Biden administration or the OMB that's been appointed under the Biden administration. So all of those things are going to be waived and, and allow the spending to continue. This is the swamp at its worst. This is the swamp on full display it's it's it is it's just incredible to watch this process and to watch this result uh congressman nancy mace i think i've got this right uh she's the one who said 
uh, that McCarthy got whipped by a fellow who can't even find his pants. Talking about Joe Biden, of course. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I can't find a thing wrong with her construction of the situation. No, and you know something? Uh, it, the process was flawed from the beginning. This is going back to the old way of doing business here in the swamp. And th that is what we have been fighting against this Congress, saying, no, we are not going to accept business as usual. We're not going to just kick the can down the road. We want to see regular order in Congress. We want to have the members participate. I sat down with a lot of the members on the other side of the aisle and said, look, I am more than glad to openly debate you on any of these issues, because I know that when we do that, that free markets uh, win, okay? Personal responsibility wins. Limited government wins. I want to empower the people. And, and so I know that my arguments absolutely will win out. And that's all we want to have. Let's work these things out on the floor instead of having some transaction, some deal that has been negotiated behind closed doors without the participation of Congress and then brought to us on a, a platter and say, you need to vote up or down on this transaction. We are not going to accept business as usual. This is not what the people of Montana sent me up here to do. And, and when we get to the, the discussion about how long this debt ceiling has been extended out to, Lou, oh my gosh, there are so many people that are horrified to have this discussion during the election year. So it's basically like you can only work in Washington on uh, odd numbered years and on even numbered years where there's elections, they don't want to take difficult votes. Every vote that we take up here is substantive. It's difficult, or it wouldn't have risen to this level. And, and I, I am tired of hearing discussions about protecting people during election years. Do what you promised your voters that you were going to do. Yeah, without question. And I, and I commend you highly for that, uh, that viewpoint. I, I wish that were shared by all of the every rhino in in Congress. Uh, and by the way, that's a very large number, I should point out as well. I, you know, Russ Vogt, uh, he is the former OMB director who uh, worked very hard on much of the uh, of this proposal for the uh, limit, save and grow uh, legislation, as you well know. The previous legislation, not the one we're looking at now. Right. I, right. I'm sure Russ, Russ wants somebody to clarify that so he doesn't get tagged with this monstrosity. Well, he's helping himself because he took Thomas Massey to the, you know, to the woodshed, uh, inexplicably. Massey going with the Democrats, and then having the temerity to say that he didn't feel he should vote his ideology, but some rather larger issue, scope, ideal uh, that uh, sounded awfully like a Marxist dim talking. Uh, this is. Craziness. How in the world, and I have to ask you this, because he was supposed to be there representing the conservatives, uh, and that was the deal that Speaker McCarthy made. This man wants to call himself a libertarian. I think he is absolutely, abjectly uh, vacant. Uh, he is missing an action and coming up with nonsense and, nonsense and gibberish to rationalize it. So I learned a long time ago, Lou, that I can control one vote, and, and that's what I'm responsible for. And I talk to people, but 
I, I, I just share the facts as I see them, and everybody has to own their own vote. I will own my votes. I know what I promise the people. What I will tell you is that um, folks that are here too long and they uh, make this job their career, it is my opinion that their votes become tainted. This is not my career. I had a highly successful career before I ran for public office, and and this is my turn to do public service. Uh, no different than just a week ago when I stood up uh, at a press conference for my Stock Act. Okay, that's a piece of legislation that bans uh, members of Congress and their spouses from buying individual stocks. And I said very clearly then, and I'll say it again, when you run for public office, you need to make a decision if you're going to be a public servant or a profiteer. And, and once you uh, make a decision that this is your career, then your votes become tainted because you then start making considerations about how it is going to impact your longevity, your tenure, how long you get to stay here. Mine doesn't. One of the highest compliments that I received recently was from the uh, political science professor in one of the colleges uh, back in Montana. And he meant it as a, quite frankly, as an insult. He said, Rosendale's problem is that he votes his convictions without regard for the political <laughs> fallout. Thank you very much. <laughs> and thank you indeed for vote, voting your, uh, your convictions, despite what that fool of a professor had to say about it. Uh, we appreciate it. It's good to know that uh, university professors in Montana are about the same as the university professors in New York State. Um, Unfortunately. <laughs> exactly. We're coming right back with Congressman Matt Rosendale. Stay with us right after these messages. We return. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is a warning, my fellow Americans. The news just broke, and it's grim. The banking collapse of 2023 is now more devastating than the banking collapse of 2008. First Republic, PacWest, Silicon Bank, just a few of the latest casualties in this banking crisis. And don't wait for the email reading, quote, sorry, your account has been frozen, end quote. Take action now to protect what we've all worked so hard to build. Believe me, you can protect your wealth by utilizing a straightforward tax loophole that's entirely legal. Call my friends at American Alternative Assets. Ask them for your free wealth protection guide. Call 866-3USA-GOLD. That's right. Call now. 866-386-2465. 
This invaluable guide will outline the precise steps you need to take immediately to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without tax consequence. Call American Alternative Assets at 866-3USA-GOLD to claim your free gold and silver guide today. Once again, call now, 866-387-2465. We're back with Congressman Matt Rosendale. And Congressman, I, I want to take up something you said about restoring regular order. Uh, I was among, and I suppose most people who pay, most Americans who pay some attention to uh, Congress and the, and the Senate, our government uh, in, in particular. Of course, everybody pays attention to the White House because it's led by such dynamic and extraordinarily talented uh, individuals. Uh, it, it's You talked about restoring regular order, and I really thought that that was going to be almost automatic, uh, given the reforms that the Freedom Caucus and the Brave 20, uh, including yourself, of course, uh, set, set up. Uh, Regular order hasn't been restored, I noticed. Your thoughts? So that is why leadership makes such a big difference, Lou. And this is what I've been proclaiming for quite some time. You can lay the rules package out, but if leadership wants to step in and they want to suspend the rules, then it doesn't matter what the rules actually say. And if you have enough people that are willing to go along with leadership because they are in fear of their position, their their chairmanship, their committee that they're serving on are willing to go along with that. Again, this is a majority body. And, and when you get the majority to vote, that's where it lands. And, and so it makes a really, really big difference on who is in those positions of leadership. And, and that's, again, why we worked so hard to try and make these changes. While everything's going good, uh, we empowered Kevin. We basically put him in a position to say that he, that he could negotiate stronger because you have strong voices um, that were demanding some of these elements to be put in different pieces of legislation. But at the end of the day, when, the, when it has to come to negotiating with the White House, the speaker is the person who is going to make that that final um, call, and then it's up to us if if we have regular order restored to to make the the modifications. But if the rules get suspended and the body goes along with those those rules being suspended, then then shame on them. Congressman Rosendale, Speaker McCarthy says he's not worried about any threat whatsoever, despite the motion to vacate, despite all of the. Uh, opposition to uh, the deal that he and uh, Biden uh, incurred on. Uh, is, and I had to think cynically, I suppose, but I had to think that he got a commitment from the president and from Schumer uh, and from Jeffries uh, that whatever he needed, he would get. I think that we may have just seen a bust, uh, the busting of the Republican conference itself. What do you think? Well, we, we shall see. Um, I think that a lot of us has gone out for the last 72 hours and we have tried to deliver the message to as many uh, voters and constituents as we possibly can across the country, because if there is a loud enough cry uh, to different representatives across across the nation, then we can change this. 
They have to contact their representative and say, vote against the rule, vote against this piece of legislation. We have already delivered something that was acceptable, that everyone participated in, that's going to fund government reasonably and to reduce our spending, to, to save this nation. And uh, we can still get back to that spot, Lou, but I need your viewers to contact their representatives and demand that they vote against the rule and to vote against this legislation. You heard the man. Congressman Matt Rosendale, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, we appreciate your service to the nation and the great state of Montana. Thank you, sir. Thank you for all your work, Lou. Thanks for having me on. That's all for us this week. Have a great weekend. Our guest here Monday will be the War Room Steve Bannon. We hope you will join us for that. You don't want to miss it. Until then, thank you, God bless, and may God bless America. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.